Welcome to the Two Fab Femmes Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Hill and Gina Cafaso. Conversations on every topic for women to survive in this great big world. Thanks to a little holiday hangover, we're taking a hiatus, but don't worry, we have a gift for you. Oh yeah. And speaking of, we're hosting the San Diego House of Blues holiday hangover event on December 21st and 22nd. So visit our buzz page at twofatfems.com and click on House of Blues for tickets and more info. And about that gift, we're giving you two episodes in one, dating, mating, and rating part one and two. So enjoy. Happy Happy holidays. So Maggie, did you know that CBD oil helps with pain relief, anxiety, sleep? That's for you. Oh gosh. Yes. Heart health, menopausal symptoms, and so much more. Yeah. There's a company, Joy Organics, based right here in the good old USA, that has the world's best organic hemp-based products without the THC. That's awesome. So go to our buzz page at 2fabfems.com forward slash buzz and click on Joy Organics. And when you're in there, enter promo code FAB10 and get 10% off your order. Joy Organics. Welcome to our show. I'm Gina. And I'm Maggie. And today we're going to talk about a little something naughty. 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 Mother, plug your ears. Mother? What about the kids? Oh, that too. I that too. So. That too. Our segment today is dating, mating, and rating. So Maggie, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that means? Okay, well, we are covering a part one of two because it's huge, relationships, dating, sex, everything that that entails, and uh, some tips and tricks and hacks and really getting you to the next level with that perfect guy. So we're excited. One thing that I find, I've been told this on a few dates before, uh, that I'm a very strong woman and that's very intimidating. And it's kind of um, interesting to me because I don't feel that way about myself, but I guess I carry myself that way. I don't know. I am a little like, you know, I, I like to get things done done right. I don't feel like I'm overbearing or like I'm trying too hard to, for that matter. So it kind of irritates me that people just assume that about me off the, off the cuff. But anyway. Well, I will say, knowing you, Gina, it's not that you have, you know, resting bitch face or anything <laughs> like that. You, you do walk into a room and you do demand attention just by being who you are. You're confident. You're, you're uplifted. You walk in. And I think men can read that as, whoa, 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 you know, this girl's got it together. Or as I like to say, bitch, babe in total control of herself. Oh, I like that. And, you know, that's that's just who you are. And frankly, that's how you got to be. Yeah. And there's a lot of women out there that I know that are successful women that have the same problem. I have a friend. I won't name names. She's fantastic. She's stunningly beautiful. She's an attorney. She's amazing. And she's had similar luck. Like I've had. And it's just, she has a great heart. She's super fun. She loves to travel. And she has the same problem. And uh, she's always, you know, like questioning, like, is she good enough? And that bothers me because she's great. She is good enough. But sometimes men make us feel like we're not good enough because maybe we're not the ones that they're going up to at the bar buying a drink. Maybe they think we, we are so in control of our lives that we don't need them to buy a drink or open the door for us or whatever. And that's so far from the truth. So far from the truth. So, um... Anyway. No, I agree. And I will say this, you know, speaking of the bar, 
Oh, I want to know how strong Gina's week was. <laughs> I know everybody else does too because, yeah. Oh, yeah. How's it going, girl? Well, this week was kind of a dry week. I was almost going to oh, say right I was like the designated driver in a way. <laughs> Oh boy. Like it, was, it was kind of a vanilla week, not like, like I said, the Fifty Shade of Grey kind of vanilla. It wasn't like that. It was just, it was kind of a bland, I don't know, maybe a tall glass of water. That sounds so boring to me. Um, or I could have been the opposite end, like at the bottom of a bottle. It was kind of a, just a really mellow, quiet week for me. So nothing really to report, unfortunately. All right. <laughs> there, there's, you know, there's something to be said for that, though. Yeah. A little peace and quiet. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been, my life has been turned upside down this week. I, apparently, when you sell your house, the escrow papers that come at you are literally three inches thick. Oh, I mean, wow. north and south, the book. I just, I can't. So between that and, and work, it's grab the vodka bottle when I'm taking a swig type of week because that's all I had time for. (laughs) On top of all that, like we were just talking about women, I don't know, intimidating me or men feeling like these women intimidate them or whatever it is. It's kind of a kind of leads me into trying to remain positive when you're on, like, if you're dating, if you're out there meeting people or meeting people through friends, meeting people on dating apps, dating sites, whatever, is to stay positive and just know, like, if things don't work out, it's not necessarily you. It's maybe timing. It's maybe not the right fit. Um, Maybe you like someone, they don't really like you back in the same way or vice versa. It just happens. There's nothing you can really do about that. But I think you have to remain positive. You have to stay true to yourself. Just, you know, and know that it's not, it's not necessarily something you're lacking in. It's just something that maybe wasn't the right connection or fit. And that's hard for a lot of people, though. It really is. Well, I'll tell you, a lot of my friends are on the dating apps. And there's one thing that I'm learning as, you know, the third person looking over the shoulder. You've also got to realize that there are just a lot of players out there, men and women. That's mm-hmm. just all they want. They just want to meet for that night and, hey, you know, do your thing. But how do you determine the difference? Like, who is this person? Are they really interested in you? Are they really so charming because they're so practiced mm-hmm. at being charming? I personally don't do charming. I can't stand the charming guy. That's yep. just not me. Um, but a lot of women love that. Yeah, but you need true. to know where to draw that line. True. Dashing or douchebag. And, and I think, I think sincerity goes sincerity goes a long way. If absolutely. you send someone sincere, it makes a world of difference. And they can be a little charming. I mean, I don't have a huge problem with that. But when they're over the top, you just think, where do I fit in his little harem here? How many girls does he have dangling? And if it's like long time between dates or long time between conversations, you know, yeah, they could be busy. That's a total reasonable, you know, option. But it could be that they have a lot of women that they're juggling. And you may just be one of the girls they're juggling. And players are smooth. They can be so smooth. Um, They know what to say. They know accolades. They know, you know, I don't know. They just know how to make you feel good. But then when they disappear you find yourself questioning yourself. Like, what did I do? Does he not find me attractive? And then you start going through this whole self-doubt spiral. And that's where it gets a little dangerous, I think. Because I think some of these guys just, they know how to play. They really do. And there's women who know how to play. I mean, I'm not good at that at all. I'm such a bad flirt and such a, I'm not a good player at all. I'm just not. But there's a lot, a lot of people that are. Well, you don't want to have to get into a relationship by playing games. But there's one thing that you do have to realize If you're going to win the prize, you're going to have to play it just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And if they ghost, you kind of have to ask yourself, okay, uh, am I 
the only one on their mind or what's going on. Mm-hmm. If they disappear, it's really hard to, to stay, as Gina said, confident and positive and hoping. I've always been the type of girl who feels like I want them to wonder about me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what is she doing? Is she thinking about me? Is she? Because I've never really been one to be a chaser. Much like you, Gina, you're mm-hmm. not a chaser. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that kind of maybe, you know, scares some guys off too. But then you've got the ones that go, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I really do want to be with this girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to prove myself and so on. And that's that's really what it comes down to. And how do you balance even communication? Like, when is too much? If if you're texting a guy too much, that's not good. If you're not texting him enough, then he doesn't know you're interested, and vice versa. If a guy texts you and then he waits like a week to text you back, what does that mean? Does that mean that he's just busy again? Or what does that mean? Everything's texting or sexting. Or sexting. <laughs> Speaking of communication. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, I mean, it's true. It's like hard to know what the right things are to do. It seems like a free-for-all these days. And I know, I still feel like people kind of hold on to old-fashioned values when it comes to, like, relationships that they want to have for long-term relationships. I think if you just want to get laid, you're going to say whatever you want to say. So I think if you're you're looking for a long-term relationship, I think you try a little harder. I think you're going to, I think men pursue women a little more if they're really interested in seeing this person for a long period of time. If they just want a little fling... They're going to play, a male friend of mine said to me once, yeah, he said, I think he called himself a player, and he goes, nice to meet you, I know you're the coach, which I thought was kind of cute. That's actually really cute. And I've seen it, actually, I've seen a lot of memes with it, too. Buy yourself a player, nice to meet you, I'm the coach. You know, I even took a picture with a whistle for him, like it was kind of a joke. That's funny. Yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, it's, I don't know, I've been down, (laughs) down the road, around the road, (laughs) back up the the road. (laughs) Proverbial plot. (laughs) Yeah. And I've always said, don't hate the game, hate the player. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, like I said before, and there's always going to be a little bit of a game that you got to play. And actually, that's kind of fun. The little cat and mouse and the little, you know, flirty things here and flirty things there. If the only thing that's coming out of his texting is, you know naughty or something well then obviously we know what his intention is Mm -hmm. hello Mm -hmm. and if that's your intention too hey cool but if you're looking for something a little bit more you have a great date the chemistry's huge and all of that then you're kind of expecting a little bit more intellect as i call the outfield before you hit the infield both Mm -hmm. of which are super important in a you know successful relationship so i have a question for you maggie in the beginning of a relationship how much communication do you think should happen and how sporadic should it be? And if it's, let's say, maybe a measurement that's too much or too little, I mean, what would you what would you say to that? Well, I think, you know, if you're going to be the girl that goes, hi, how are you? <laughs> no, really, how are Hi. <laughs> oh, my God, where are you? <laughs> no, please text me. Okay, that's a little bit too much. Yeah. You can't get crazy. But if you send a text... Hey, just thinking about you. If you send it with the intent of not receiving a text back, you're going to feel a little bit better about going on with your day. But more than likely, with that mentality comes, you'll that'll exude in your text. And that person's going to be, you know, wanting to reply. Oh, well, she's not really hounding or she's not, or he even, you know, isn't texting me every five minutes that's great because to me that's big turn off mm-hmm. um but at least if you get a text that might have an open-ended question respond 
Like, at least have that kind of respect. Mm -hmm. Even in saying, hey, super busy right now. Let me get back to you on that. Great to hear from you. That's it. We're not asking for the world. Takes two seconds. That's it. It's just sheer respect. And that's uh, that's really key. And then the communication just kind of happens organically. Mm -hmm. If he sends you something respond that's great mm-hmm. um that's that's how i think it should be anyway oh no, i totally agree with that absolutely agree with that Our, you know a lot of us are more than available tits <laughs> so out like, for the boys yeah. tits out for the boys exactly. so that's i don't know i true. mean i don't know do we make it too easy on them do you think that i don't know oh i totally think so uh, but you know, that's because for me, I've never really been a one night stand type of gal. I just never really dug it. I mm. always thought it was kind of dangerous. I don't know, and I'm hardly, I'm so far from a prude. I can't even tell you. But that was just always something weird to me, mm-hmm. and so I was never that person. Um, a three night stand. I had a three night stand. <laughs> <laughs> And it was, Who hasn't? No, I'm just know, kidding. I just said, like, okay, so that was a little different. And I knew the person more than just, you know, I never really met anyone, just went home. Right. But um, in general, yeah. People, mm-hmm. you know, chicks yeah. are... Aggressive, too, now. Oh, man, they're aggressive. They're aggressive, and they fight over... That's a, I don't see a lot of men fighting over women. I see a lot of women fighting over men, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, what's uh, up with that? Yeah, I don't know. And I'm thinking, my mom always. My mom used to joke with me, too, like, hey, he has to pick his underwear off the ground just like any other person. You know, and I was like, yeah, or you have to pick his underwear up off the ground like any other, you know, woman. But yeah, no, it's like, you know, I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of true. So it's, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting to me to see, but I've seen it so many times where women just are so aggressive. Like, we talked about this on the last show, too, where, you know, like, women don't care if the guy's married or has a ring on or has a girlfriend standing right next to him. They don't care. They just don't care. And I still, I will never get that. I just think that's wrong. I just think it's wrong. Totally wrong. Uh, But I'll tell you one thing I will never give over to a man, and that's the power of me fighting for him. If he's going to actually put that out there like a little bit of interest or not shutting it down himself... I'm like, girl, you can have it. Yeah, him. I'm out. I'm out because mm-hmm. that's not what I'm looking for. No, absolutely not. Another thing, like, um, you know, men always say they're easy. And I think, yeah, to a degree. But I think there's some, you know, I think women, like they always say that, you know, women are hard, men are easy. I don't really know if I necessarily agree with that. I think there are some men out there who are who, who are, are hard. Yeah. <laughs> Most but definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, like literally. No, but it's, yeah, that's funny. That's so funny. Wow. Well, but, you know, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I a good even, man is hard to find, uh, but a hard man is good to find, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I just say. A lot easier, I think, maybe, too. <laughs> um, yes, men are easy. What is it about you guys having to dip your wick in everything? I, know, I mean, God. what is it? It is, I, I've never understood that mentality. It blows my mind because. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, you know, I think maybe they have a, now they have Viagra too, which doesn't really help matters. Jesus. (laughs) Hello, four hours. Oh, yeah, I know, really. Goes over that, you're in the hospital. Yeah, if you have an erection for over four hours, please, (laughs) please go to your doctor as soon as possible. Emergency room would be recommended, yes. I think she's going to be in the emergency room first, I mean... (laughs) Shoot yeah, me in really. The face. That's shoot me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. The other thing too, past baggage. I think that's a huge thing. I've been on so many dates where it turns into like a <laughs> turns into like a shrink session. It's ridiculous. I sit there and I hear these guys complain about their ex wives. Um, I've heard men say 
their wife, ex-wife was a bitch. Uh, she let herself go. She's crazy. And my thought in my head every time I hear those things is, well, you married crazy. You married the bitch. Mm. You married the girl who gained weight. And she probably gained weight because, or let herself go because you probably didn't treat her all that great. And she probably, you know, found solace in food or something maybe to kind of let it all out because you weren't giving her what she needed either. So to me, I don't blame the women all the time. Yeah, there's some crazy women out there. I'm not going to lie. But, um... I don't like when men do that, especially on a first date. It's like, I'm not your therapist. I'm not, you know, I'm not charging you by the hour here. I don't need to hear about your ex-wife on the first date. You know, if you get along great with her, that's great. I love to hear that. But I don't want to hear all your complaints and problems about your ex-wife. Maybe you're not over her yet. Maybe you still have some issues you have to resolve. So I, yeah, don't don't talk about your ex-wife on your first date with somebody else. It just doesn't really ring great. It just doesn't. And as the woman on the receiving end of that kind of... Uh, talk. Fr- I'm thinking. First thing that would go through my mind is, one day I might be that woman. <laughs> Am I going to be the one that he's talking about? Right. That is probably the worst thing. If he's dissing and all of that, there's really a lack of respect, in my p- opinion, for women in general. Mm-hmm. Um, as my aunt Florence used to tell me growing up, was if he loves his mother, mm-hmm. there's that's respect great. for you. Yes. And, and I have. That's actually as true as it comes. And I can tell you, I've lived through both. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And the latter is definitely, you know, something you have to think about. So Yeah, it's so true. And I think, like, you know, we all come with baggage. Everybody does. I mean, we've all brought stuff. Even if you think you don't have any baggage, you brought some in. I'm sure you have. Just, yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of it. You have to have an open heart when you go into anything new. Otherwise, you're never going to move forward. You'll never move forward. You constantly compare other people or new people to people in your past. Never works. It never works. You got it. Like, don't forget those things, but just don't harp on them and don't hold grudges because it doesn't help you. In the long run, it's going to hurt you, not them. There's a saying, that saying, too, that says, you know, like, harboring any, like, anger towards someone is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. And I totally Ooh, agree with that's that. good. Yeah. I think that was Shakespeare who actually said that, by the way. Oh. <laughs> and oh. school. And, oh, wait a minute. That's a blanket. Like, ay, ay, ay. It's been Romeo. a long night. Oh, Romeo. <laughs> Romeo. Where, where, where the, the hell are you, yeah. Romeo? That's what I was going to say. She- I know where they are. They're all on dating apps. What the hell? What's up with dating apps? <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you, Gina. Have you seen the same guy on several dating ha- apps? Not that you're on a ton of dating apps. I know that I know that you're on one. Mm-hmm. But have you jumped to another one and ever seen that same person? Like, I'm always curious, are these guys just, like, trolling all the dating apps? Like, plenty so. of fish and Tinder oh, and... Bumble. And Match and Bumble oh, and plen- yeah, plenty Seeking of it. Uh, Arrangements. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I like the echo of that. Oh, yeah. That's a different That's one. an interesting... That, I just heard about that for the first time today. I didn't even yes, know about it. Yes, it's naughty. Mm, it's, naughty. It is literally just that. It's gals seeking the arrangement with uh, men, I guess with money, who don't have time to have a relationship. This is a whole other show. I bet you they just got a shoot up of guys logging in. <laughs> oh, Lord. What is that? What, yeah, what right. did you say? <laughs> seeking, how do you spell it? I got, uh, yeah, seeking what? <laughs> yeah, but hey, there is a lot of apps out there, but I, I've always wondered, like, is that one guy on 12 of them? Because oh, yeah. Just I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen the same guy. Actually, you know what's interesting, too? Not only have I seen the same guy on two different apps, but I've seen the same guy, like, hit on three of my friends, and then, 
and they decide they don't want to date him, whatever, we all go off the sites, we all go back on, and he's either still there or he's gone back on. So I'm like, okay. So yeah, who knows? I mean, I think there's a lot of guys on these apps that just love the a little bit of the chase, but they love to text. <laughs> <laughs> they love to just message back and forth. Maybe they'd want some attention. I don't know. But, you know, I'm thinking, hey, if you're in an app and you really want to date someone, you should kind of move it along to meet them in person yeah. fairly soon. You know, because you don't want to waste your time texting back and forth for a long period of time. Um, I had an instance where I was texting with someone for a long time. And it was kind of, you know, we had good banter back and forth. And it was very sweet, very nice. I met him in person. It was the worst match I've ever experienced in my life. I mean, literally, the date lasted 20 minutes. I've never in my life walked out of a date. I walked out of that date. I was like, this is just not working. And I literally said out loud, yeah, this isn't working. <laughs> I walked out. I've never done it. But I think, I don't know, some of these, I, I, it's just hard. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of the men I meet on these dating sites... It's just, I don't know if they're really looking for a relationship. I think a lot of them just want sex. A lot of them just want some communication with someone from the opposite sex just to kind of make them feel like they're still out there, maybe. A lot of them are recently divorced. A lot of them lie about being recently divorced. I don't know how many guys have told me, yeah, I've been divorced for three years. Turns out six months, three months. I'm still like, living with the wife. Yeah. Oh, that's Rude. happened too. That's happened too. One guy even took me out for coffee. We had a nice coffee date. Some, you know. And then the next day he's like, "Oh, by the way, I want to, you know, I'm still married." And it wasn't like they were separated. He was married. And I was like, "Yeah, this isn't happening for me." And he was really shocked. Like, "What? You don't want to go out with me again?" No, I'm not going to do that to another woman. I'm sorry. She probably thinks you're out and about with your buddies and you're taking me out for coffee. Don't dig that. I don't dig that. I won't do that. And you know, I'm Knowingly, like I've had friends go out with guys that were married, they didn't know. Once they find out, they, you know, walked away. But there's women who don't walk away. There's women who stay in that, even though they know that this man's married, maybe has children. And I love how the woman think, well, he'll leave her. Really? Wake up, ladies. He's not going to leave her. He's not going to leave her. He's having his cake and eating it too. Maybe they're having some trouble at home. He's not going to leave her. You're right. You're right. I know you're right. So I, that irritates the hell out of me. <laughs> And meanwhile, the wife is at home, probably cooking dinner uh-huh. or doing something Changing dirty loyal, diapers. faithful like that. Yeah. And that just ticks me off. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Yeah, that's not okay. That so, goes back to chick code. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know it, that's episode two. Yeah. Well, lately with these dating apps, I'm like, either swipe right or throw it in the trash. That's how I look at it. Because lately, I've been wanting to throw them in the trash. I just... <laughs> Uh, just don't, I'm not, it's not a, I don't know. For me, it's not a fun experience. Maybe some people love it. I'm just not digging it. So what's don't an alternative it. to the dating apps? Uh, does the grocery Celibacy. store thing, oh, oh. I'm sorry, no chastity belt here. Yes. Celibacy need not apply. <laughs> but is it the old, you know, I'm at the grocery store and Bring there's your that guy. <laughs> there's that. There's, yeah. Library. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. I Coffee mean, shop. I is that? I I think as you get older, it's just really hard. That's why you go to a dating app because it's not easy to just go out there and meet someone. And you're hoping you're going to meet someone like-minded and someone who has some of the same interests you have. Um, you know, and everything's kind of well. In some of these apps, it's not. Some of the apps is just photographs, so it's all visual. And I'm a visual person, just like a lot of men are. I, I'm looking at the look of the guy first. I do. I hate, I'm totally admitting it. I think a lot of people are that way. Um, but I think it's, I don't know, these dating apps have become so entrenched in our lives, too. I mean, 
like Match.com. I remember working on Match. When I worked at Yahoo, I worked on Match.com before it was Match.com. And I remember thinking how weird it was that people were going to meet these total strangers who knew, looking back now, that it would just be the norm. And it is the norm. What about the it's just lunch? That's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Because that kind of puts you in the same room. And what was that one speed dating one? I can't remember. They get five minutes here and then yeah. you move to the next oh, one yeah. and you move to the next one. But at least you're doing that face-to-face so you can really see, okay, you know, he's cute on the app, but is he really only five feet tall? <laughs> it's no. True. Yeah. No. And some of these apps don't give you that information. Like, Plenty of Fish gives you a lot of information. Like, it gives you some information about them. But again, they could be anyone. Because then you get into the whole thing about catfishing. Have you heard about catfishing? You know oh, catfishing? God. I've had that happen to me four times. Four times. But interesting enough, I was able to reach out to the real people and tell them that these people were imitating them. And they reached out to those apps to say, please pull this profile down because it's not me. But, you know, and then I even went out with someone who actually has had people imitate him and have fake profiles of him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so I was like, and he said it was, you know, and these guys ended up asking these women to give them money. And some of these women would give them money. So there's like kind of a little business, you know, like a little side little con going on. And some of these women are, you know, and there's a whole TV show. MTV created a whole TV show and a documentary about catfishing. And oh it happens. God. It still happens. I First thing I do is I'm just picturing this 300-pound guy with greasy hair, Cheeto dust on his mouth, tidy whities a wife beater tank top that hasn't been washed in two weeks. And he's trying to be this hot guy on <laughs> this dating app. I don't know. I think it's really gross. Yeah, it's super gross. Oh, man. It's dangerous out there. I'm sorry. I hate to be that, you know, mom type. But it is. I y'all y'all gotta be careful. Yeah. Oh yeah. And tell people where you're going if you're going on a date. Oh Just, yeah. Okay. So I had a yeah. girlfriend that was really she was dating a lot on this one app, and you know she's gorgeous and the whole bit, and she was you know divorced for a year, so she was like ready to mingle again, dating, 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 and I was like, okay. Excel spreadsheet. I want to know the username. Get the <laughs> Get phone a picture. Number, leave the freaking thing under your front door mat. Yes. I swear to God. No, yeah. And absolutely. she'd update it all the time and tell me the night she was going out. I was scared to death. Oh, yeah. oh man. I would have a friend sometimes call and check in just to make sure or text me and just say everything okay. You know, just so that, you know, if she heard from me, then she knew I was fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. you got to be careful. Yeah, you so Ooh, do. Blah, blah, blah. So, and you got to protect yourself. You just have to. Speaking of protection. Oh. Oh, the segue. We like it. Uh, No glove, no love. So, (laughs) let's talk about that. Let's talk about sex, shall we? When you decide you're going to have sex with someone, when is too soon? Or is there too soon? Does it matter anymore? Well, I think it matters. Um, But honestly... And I'm you're it's weird because I just said I'm not really a one night stand gal and I'm really not I'm not a huge advocate for it, but if you've got that chemistry and you guys are out and you're just like you're getting along and you've downed a bottle of wine and you're dancing, and you're having a blast, sometimes that just leads to it naturally and organically. Mm-hmm. But in general, God, I you know, let the first night go by. Mm-hmm. Let them let them crave you a little bit. That's kind of hot. There's nothing wrong with that. You, you can wait. Mm-hmm. You really can. Well, I always wonder, too, if men still judge a woman if she sleeps with them too soon. Like, you know, I've heard men say, oh, it doesn't matter. But I'm thinking, really? Well, Does you it respect me in the morning? Yeah, exactly. And that is is that an old adage or is that something that really 
you know, I, I tend to think men still have that traditional thought in their head. Maybe they don't want to openly admit to that, but I think they still think like, okay, she slept with me right on the first date. She must be doing this with every first date that she has. Oh, that's relevant. Yeah. That's relevant. But I don't know if men really think that way. That's how I, I interpret some of the men I know that think that way, but not every guy thinks that way. So, well, I I'll know. tell you, I, I think for, if a guy is really looking for that certain someone, I don't think they're going to want to marry the chick that's banging on the first date. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just saying, you know. I, <laughs> it's true. I seriously. It's true. Um that I don't see that as being a real positive. No. And I think it's kind of a good thing to build that chemistry a little bit, build that tension a little bit Sexy because hot. it's kind of hot. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like Yeah, exactly. I think you take your time a little bit and then who knows, it might be like the best you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Little fun sex. Yeah, exactly. Little yeah. sexting. Yeah, oh, sexting. don't send pictures. Just yeah. don't. Like clouds of bitch. Yeah. No, also, but- like friends with benefits. I think that's a big thing that's still like, I don't know. It's interesting. I think a lot of people have been down that road. Yeah, FWB is huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and frankly, you know, if you're off the market for that relationship, well, honey, it doesn't mean the shop's closed. Right. I mean, nobody wants cobwebs. But <laughs> you have that friends with bennies. It's a safe option. As long as you're... you're both in the same place. Yes, yes, totally agree. Because I think if the woman wants more and he doesn't, or vice versa, it just gets really complicated and starts to muddy things up. Yeah, and you don't want the guy that's out there doing that with everyone. Mm -hmm. That's the whole safe option. You know, hey, we're friends with benefits and tell something. I mean, why not? Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Girls gotta do, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Lipstick, shoes, men, and... Other pointy things. Mom, close your ears. Yeah, Mom, don't be listening. Mom, don't listen. Don't do it. Let's talk about those other pointy things, shall we? Hey, listen. I mean, no, honestly. Women can actually hold off a lot easier probably Mm -hmm. than a man. Because, let's face it, toys versus boys. Um, A little bit easier for us. And so it's understandable why guys are so freaking horny. All the time. Minutes, oh, like the get off my leg. <laughs> get off my leg. <laughs> but you know, we're not ready yet. We just met you, type yeah. of thing. So, all right. So things get a little hot. The girls got her, you know, little friend. Exactly. Say hello to my little friend. The other thing is too, like passion. Like, do you think that people could, that you can generate passion, or you think it's there or it's not? What would you say? Oh, to me, passion comes from sheer chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, you rub two things together and there's smoke. Ooh, yeah. There's passion, honey. There's fire. Fire. Uh, you know, some things you rub together and they're two <laughs> magnets that just go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't. You they can't. don't stick. They just don't work. They no, don't passion. Work. Yeah, that's chemistry. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That cannot be ignored. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, too. I know some women who kind of need to ha- feel more secure in their relationship to kind of let more loose, mm. to feel more passion. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm Italian, so hey, passion runs in my blood. I'm hey. sorry. It's, it's there. I can't control it. Italians are passionate people. So to me, I've never really had an issue with that. But I know friends that are just not, they just need to feel really secure. Yeah. Like, I even had a guy friend of me tell me that his girlfriend was really kind of holding back a lot. And I said, well, she must not be feeling really secure about your relationship with her. So he had a conversation with her and he called me like, like a few days later. He's like, thank you so much for telling me that. Oh, nice. <laughs> because it made her more comfortable and made her open up to him and made her feel more, you know, just like she kind of let loose a little more than she would have. Well, listen, so. it takes two to tango. I did a chapter called The Dead Fish. Girls, sometimes you have to bring stuff to the table too. Yes. And there's women that will just lay there with a nail file and call her done. It takes <laughs> 
too. And honestly, you can have some really great passionate chemistry with a guy and things are explosive. And then, you know, you can look back on an old relationship and go, oh, I don't know what was the problem there. Zero chemistry. But it also takes two. Maybe he kind of sucks in the sack or what have you. But you have to feel and be open enough Mm -hmm. to play, explore, you know, light the candle, dim the lights, do whatever you have to do, put a cute little outfit (laughs) on, and just feel amazing. Mm -hmm. A little glass of wine helps with that, but Mm -hmm. it really does take two, so it's not about the guy, you know, bringing it to the table Mm -hmm. and doing it for everyone. No, or vice versa. Um, well, you got to be adventurous. I think you have to keep it fresh, too, yeah. because if you don't, it just gets, you kind of get into this funk, and you get into this, like, rhythm that, well, not even a rhythm, <laughs> you get into right? a dry spell, and you don't want to do that. Um, I think in relationships, you got to keep it fresh. You just do, because, you know, especially if you're in a long-term relationship, you know, oh. things start to kind of fizzle out, and you want to, you know, if you're really passionate about that person, you don't want to let that go. You just don't. So, how do you keep it fresh? I think I think some couples turn to porn. Mm-hmm. Bam, chicka, The one thing about porn, though, I think sometimes it kind of sets these unrealistic expectations, or people think, "Well, that we, we need to do that," and then you try to do and it. Just <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't really quite work the same. No, I mean the foot doesn't go over the head that easily. No, no it doesn't. You know, it doesn't. doesn't. And some of the noises they make are like, "Okay, come on." <laughs> Right. That's for some sex people. Just turn the volume down and turn yours up. Honey, yeah, there you go. That's what you do. Yeah. And then what kind of porn? Like, I, uh, that's yeah. serious hardcore porn. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little much. A little I like much. you know, kind of like no, S&M for you. Sexy. No, no. Sexy Maggie. Really, like how kinky is too kinky? So that's relevant. How kinky yeah. is too kinky? I mean, some people. It really depends on the both of you. Mm. Talk it through. Do you like, you know, golden showers? Hey, it's not for everyone, but it might be for you. That's something that you have to talk through and and do it properly and not feel that you're in a weird position or, you know, being disrespected or whatever one might think. You know, do you like using your naughty box or are you just all about... You know, I mean, there's so many things that, that, you know, that obviously you can do out there. Um, What are you willing to do? Are you bringing in another partner Mm. with the, there's so many things, but really it's just communication between the two of you. Yeah, that's true. I think threesomes though, sometimes it it can lead to unnecessary drama. Totally. Totally. Unless you're in that open relationship. I I think that's for some people. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Totally different. I feel if I were that kind of person, um, I'm just so territorial, ladies. I just can't. <laughs> I, I am um, way too territorial. I, I would be on my guy just share. Yeah, I would be on my guy just so no one else would go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Golden shower territory. Territory. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah like that, an animal that one. Over here. <laughs> yeah. No, but I don't know. Yeah, but that's not for me. I can't really share my guy. I'm just, you know, I'm a Gemini, honey. I'm yeah. eight of the nicest I'm a Capricorn. Women he'll ever know. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn. I'm a climber. Yeah. Oh, oh dang. dang. Give me that mountain. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, maybe it is for some people. And maybe it's better if you're all together instead of him going off and doing his thing and you going off and doing yours. Mm-hmm. But, again, 
I'm not in your relationship. Nope. That's completely up to you guys. Just yeah, keep some it people, safe. Some people want open relationships. Some people, like you were saying, you and I both, we don't want that kind of thing. But there are people that do and people that are okay with that. I mean, I think they have their own set of challenges and maybe there's reasons why they want that kind of relationship. But, you know, hey, each listen, their own. Ladies, put on a wig. Be a little something different. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Fantasies are fun. Yes. But, you know, doing the real thing, I don't know. I'll cut a bitch. I, <laughs> uh-uh. uh-uh. Well, who's that you brought home? Yeah, really. No, no that's not working. No, no that's not that's working. That's not happening. Not happening. <laughs> not happening at all. Wow. Well, we barely scratched the surface on that. I mean, kinky part two coming at you next week for sure. Gina, I'm so obsessed with Ashley Diana, the Instagram influencer from our episode 45. I know. She was awesome. And she gave us tips on how to up our game on Instagram. Seriously. Between the free training, her coaching, the goodies on her links tab. That's so amazing. She has so much great stuff. So go to twofatfems.com forward slash buzz to get your buzz on by clicking on Ashley Diana. And we'll see you on the gram. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Maggie. And I'm Gina. And we are so excited to bring part two of Dating, Mating, and Rating. We're so excited about this episode. But first, two fat films walk into a bar. Maggie, tell me about your week. I am so beat up. I am a beat up chick. I've been moving. (laughs) It's been great, though. But honestly, moving and beer, right? So I had a keg week. No, no. I'm going to say a pony keg because I don't need to put on that much weight. But like moving and vodka doesn't really go. So it's all about the beer. That's true. I'm pony kegging kegging it up. (laughs) How about you? Mine was probably like a nice glass of Cabernet. Yeah, I would say it was like a little full-bodied with some uh, fruity flavors and something a little, yeah, there was a little spice to the end of it, but it was a tiny little bit of spice, but there was a little bit of spice there, but it was just, you know, a lot of stuff going on this week, uh, work-related, a lot of plans this week, just been busy, just been busy, but good busy. Yeah, it was good, spicy, spicy. busy. Got, you know, yeah, so it was good, it's good. So I don't know about you, Gina. I am, this is such a weird thing to say, but I am totally on the wrong side of the ugly stick right now. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever reached a point where all of your beauty things are, oh. came to a head oh, no. and you have to re-up on everything? Oh, yeah. I need a pedicure and I hate pedicures. So I've got oh, to suffer through them. a pedicure. I've got to get a fill. I need a tan. My hair needs color. I need like everything wax on Brazil. <laughs> I mean, everything. Oh, that's prickly. So you it's just laser. I lasered. Oh, honey. Laser. I know. Laser, laser, laser. But literally, I just need to, like, I can't. like a bitch, but. I got to walk in yeah. and just go through that little, you know become mechanically re-engineered yeah. in one day and yeah. feel See, fabulous. I again. have like a thing too where all my makeup is kind of coming to an end and I'm like, oh, it's so expensive. It's the worst. It's so expensive It is too. the worst thing. Because I don't like to do cheap makeup. I'm, I'll admit it. But yeah, so it's, you know, like all like my soaps and everything, like my facial cleanser, everything is everything. all coming to an end. I'm yeah. like, no, wait, I'm not ready. I'm not I would ready. rather we're happening in my bathroom yes. cabinet than on me directly, That's however. Right. Like I am a walking ugly stick this moment. <laughs> it, you are so not. She's so not. She's being very hard on herself right now <laughs> i am telling you it's terrible it's terrible just terrible terrible, terrible. 
Anyway, let's talk. We had so much fun last time that we figured we'd carry it on. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I kind of want to get raunchy. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, we promised know. a little bit of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Mom, definitely you're not listening to this one. No. I'm not even going to play it to you before we post it. No. Sorry. I have a really cute fuzzy pair of pink headphones that are They're on good. your way. Yeah. They're earplugs. Okay, so anyway, so we're going to jump right in. I have to tell you guys about my parents, just so you guys have some feet, some background, I guess. My parents were in a arranged marriage a long time ago. She actually went on a boat with her wedding dress with like 12 other women doing the same thing. So my mom was on the East Coast. My father was in Italy. They were pen pals writing back and forth with each other. There's a backstory that's really long and involved, which I won't bore you with. So she went on a boat with her wedding dress. When she got to port, uh, my dad and his mother were waiting for her. Meanwhile, they have never met in person, by the way. They have seen photographs. Never met in person, though. And so... When he saw her, he turned to his mother and said, she's beautiful. Snap out of it. How cute is that? That is really cute. Yeah. And when she saw him, she was like knocked over. So they, and they immediately had chemistry between oh, each other. Lord, baby Jesus. Tell me, because there's a lot of arranged marriages where that doesn't click. Um, so anyway, so they are celebrating in August their 65th wedding anniversary. And I'm screwed because they're my role mine once told me she goes either you're gonna meet this guy who's gonna knock you over or you are just screwed and live a life alone because you're never gonna find that and I was like well thank you I think I don't know but you know yeah there's something to be said about that because they're I mean they're they're like a match made in heaven they're those type of couples that when one goes the other one's gone right after they're just Aww. that kind of so you know and they're they're really cute like my my mom had surgery recently and my dad got shingles because he was so stressed out i mean that's how they how much they love each other Aww. so it's just it's a really great thing but she this morning when i was driving to work i call her and say hi just you know every morning just so she knows i'm okay and i'm alive <laughs> so uh she told me a little story about the best anniversary they had um she said well i my brother and i have a big gap between us we're nine years apart so when my two sisters and my brother were really little, she put them to bed, and then she made a special dinner for my dad for their anniversary. Got a Chianti, Chianti bottle, just like the ones in the hey, restaurant. Put a candle that. in it, lit it, the whole thing. She said it was the best dinner they had because it was just the two of them hanging out because they hadn't done that in a while because my dad was working like two, three jobs sometimes. Well, and they got kids now. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a lot. So they, she said it was fun. And the other time was they went to Disneyland. Just the two of them. Aww. And they said it was so much fun because they got to go on all the rides they wanted to go on. They got to go in the little shops on Main Street, and they had a blast. So my mom was just kind of reminiscing about those stories. And I love hearing stuff like that because it just, but their love, they had like a real passionate relationship. Just amazing. They're just amazing. So anyway, so that's that's my, my story and why I'm, why I'm still single. <laughs> Well, you know, some of us get it right the first time. Some of us are Elizabeth Taylor, like well, me. True. You know, I'm, I'm oh, married three times. Uh, but, hey, you can't. Uh, to me, I think that's fantastic and lovely, and I love that story. But in a million years, you can't base your own story on somebody else's ending. Mm-hmm. You just can't. That's very true. You know, and my, on the opposite end, my parents uh, had my brother, and and he was four years old when I was born. And then they got divorced when I was two months old. So it was like... And then they never, neither of them ever remarried. So you've really got these. Yeah, you and I are so <laughs> completely. It's crazy how different we are. But we get along so great. Uh, the same, but the brain, brain. Same brain. We the have brain. the same brain. Oy. It's true. Oy. But, you know, you can't, you can't base it. Like, you can't be fearful because, like, That's I true. couldn't be fearful. Oh, my gosh. I, I hope I never get divorced. Right. Nobody gets married to get divorced. Right, right, right. But, 
Yeah, and I wrote a a blog post in 2014. I can't believe it was that long ago. I interviewed five divorcees, one male, four female. All of them knew before their wedding or the day of the wedding that it was a mistake. And they all went through with it anyway, which blows my mind. Like, why go through it if you know? Like, I had a friend that literally said, walking down the aisle, she knew it was a mistake. I I mean, I, I personally couldn't do that. I think if you know it's a mistake, I mean, they're all divorced. Obviously, it didn't work. So why do that? Yeah. Why? How do you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm going to marry this person. Not really sure it's going to work, but I'm going to try. Because marriage is a huge thing. And I think it's I, huge. I think a lot of people treat it so casually. Like, it's like, um, if it doesn't work out, we'll get divorced. Really? Like, you're going to invest that much energy and that much focus and that much parent love for that person and just yeah. kind of, eh, whatever. We'll see if it, if it works, if it sticks, if it doesn't, oh well. And no, that, that definitely sucks. I mean, with my first marriage and, and he's the father of my kids, um, you know, we were together nine and a half years, and that it just didn't work out for several reasons, actually. But with my second marriage, I honestly, you know, I don't know why we ever got divorced. Oh. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like, you know, with a couple of things that were happening at that time in our lives, um, I don't think we really handle some things properly that's not so and and sometimes I think back and not now and this is not to say that my husband now is not amazing he is completely oh, amazing. amazing he is a good guy um you know but but so for me it wasn't like two crappy marriages and then I moved on it was you know good relationships it, yeah well, the, the first, first one time, eh, father of my children though and yeah. so there's there's respect there yeah but my second marriage yeah that wouldn't that wasn't something that should have really happened that mm. divorce but you know, things happen. Yeah, I guess whatever. so. I guess yeah, so. It's so weird. It's so weird. Relationships are just hard. You know, I think like there's a lot of components that go into relationships too, not just marriages, but relationships in general. Like compromise, I think a lot of people give up too easy. Like if you don't agree on something, all right, we're done. I mean, it's, it's everything moves so fast that I think people forget that you had a bond to that person, a commitment to that person. If you can work it through, work it out. If you can't work it out, then yeah, move on. But, you know, there's so many things like respect, loyalty, um, just pure love for that person. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of it kind of goes to the wayside if you if you have an argument or maybe you're not seeing eye to eye to thing on things. I think you can have differing opinions. I think there's some marriages like I'm always amazed when I see couples that are complete polar opposites, but they make it work. No, and you know the old message. Yeah, opposites attract. Yeah, but then like my parents, for instance, they had everything in common and their relationship just blossomed and they just I mean they're still so in love with each other but they're you know same heritage same types of family I mean they were actually and a you completely know, different generation oh absolutely I mean absolutely you know for, so for my first husband who is completely Italian English mm-hmm. is his second language he's so Italian mm-hmm. his parents have been together forever mm-hmm. and in fact she uh, came over on the Andrea Doria it sunk on the way back like that's you know oh, wow. that, so she moved here he stayed there mm-hmm. but they eventually you know they were that's what happened to my parents he had back to stay there and, yeah. until he could move here like exactly. he, until he became a citizen like you know nine months later my sister was born go figure yeah oh, wee. Wee. <laughs> no lost time there and apparently no TV no. Yes. so anyway <laughs> no you know the whole marriage thing yeah no it's it ain't easy no to find that person that oh, you're actually God. willing to go this is it. Let's try yeah. it. Yeah. Let's, let's frame that yeah. certificate and call her done. I know. When you find it, too, like, it's like you want to hold on to that. Like, you still want to hold on to that. Like, um, there was someone that I dated years ago that I thought was it. I thought, you know, we were talking marriage, the whole thing. 
and it just didn't work out. Now looking back, I'm so thankful it didn't work out because I think it would have been, we would have been divorced by now, no doubt. So I'm glad that we didn't go down that path. But at the time, I was like completely in it. Like, this is great. I was smitten. I was totally smitten. Um, But I'm glad that it didn't pan out. Yeah. Because I think there's other opportunities coming my way. (laughs) We'll see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you'll find that one. mm -hmm. Well, because you're you're amazing. So you just need to. And and for me, I've always kind of lived my life with the whole. You know, I picture the outcome. Mm -hmm. I do that too. I totally do that. that, If you can just keep living your life like that, it's it's really a done deal. It's true. You know, and then you also have to figure out when you do find that or you think you found that someone, what you need to know before you do walk down the aisle. You know, do you want to cover viewpoints on family and finances, you know, money and compromise and children? Of course you have to know all of that. Mm -hmm. Some people really don't cover those extremely important topics before they, you know, hit the altar. I think finances is a big one, too. I think a lot of people don't discuss that. I'm like, okay. Um, you kind of need to know how your spending habits are with each other. I mean, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, what, like, if you're going to blend assets, what assets are you blending? Are you going to have a prenup? Uh, are you not going to have a prenup? Um, I'm a fan of prenups just because, I mean, I have some stuff. I'm not, you know. But I would like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm covered. <laughs> I don't want, you know. Listen, so marriage is you know, kind of a business contract. Yeah, really so is. let's just go there. Like, I don't really merge anything. Yeah. I'm just such a little indie girl. Uh-huh. I can't even tell you. I'm just way too independent for that. Drives yeah. some okay. people crazy. But, you know, like, I don't merge bank accounts. Mm-hmm. I don't. For the first time in my life, I'm actually filing taxes jointly. Mm-hmm. Never done that in any other marriage. Clearly, I have history to feed from. <laughs> no, but, you know, I've just no, never been that true. girl. No, just, yeah. Uh, See, I don't know. I mean, I can't speak to that because I've never been in that situation. So, I don't know. But I am very independent on my own. I have all my, you know, I uh, take care of myself. Yeah. So, to have, you know, someone come in that would want to do, I don't know. It's something we'd have to, do, like, whoever it is would have to discuss with me. <laughs> I don't know. My money, my money, yeah. my, my money, my, my problems, my money. I make it, I take it. <laughs> That's true. Kesha's song, that new song that she has, Woman, have you heard that song? Oh, I love that song. Uh, fantastic. I was like, I love Kesha. her. I love her. So I think that's all. But, you know, and so what? let's talk about, let's go a step before that, before okay. you find that ah, certain someone, okay. before you find the love, we've got the love. Ooh. Or as I like uh, to call it, lust. lust. Because if you I don't have, you I know, like once that. you do fall in love and you lose the lust, mm-hmm. to me, you lose the luster. Yes, and I think I you really that. need your relationship to be based on lust. Yeah. So yeah. what does like that mean? That. You know, be a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed. I mean. <laughs> Speaking of lust, we actually have a guy's perspective on the whole thing. So. Totally. Yeah, I did a focus group uh, with some men writing the book and this guy's feedback was like a chick and it was kind of refreshing mm. i'm gonna read it is that okay yeah, oh yeah okay cool he said i am in the same situation i can't find a genuine girl either letting someone in that easy makes you vulnerable to people out there who just want to have casual sex no strings attached what you should do is get to know what someone is like before you move to the next step make them wait did you hear that ladies make mm-hmm. them wait Most players don't stick around that long when they have to wait. The frustration alone will force the issue, and that's when you'll know. Stay strong and hang in there. This was a guy, a dude. That's amazing to me. That is amazing. I'm sorry. I like it. And the fact that he called a woman a player. I know. (laughs) Really? See, they come in male and female. Who knew? Yeah. So important. So speaking of playing. Players. Players. 
if you had a safe word, Maggie, what would your safe word be? Artichoke. <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought. I've never thought of a safe word. Well, I was thinking, like you know, like if you had a, like my real real words would be like stop, no, duh, yeah. stop. That would be my my real ow, like. Ow. <laughs> You're hurting me. Stop. Um, but I think like if I, I don't know, I was thinking of some funny words. Like I'm thinking potato. <laughs> be like what persimmon yeah uh, no. pomegranate pomegranate <laughs> idaho oh no then he'd be like you are a hoe that's I'm why we're doing this what? <laughs> that's why we're doing this honey you're a hoe <laughs> uh omaha uh-huh. there's Peyton oh. for you <laughs> mind you he's like from behind <laughs> getting ready to, get, to make the catch Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! Like, oh, wow! I don't know what my real safe word would be. Maybe just safe, 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 safe. That's so for? For Snapple. <laughs> I'm gonna read you back around that. Let's Snapple. See. <laughs> Snapple. Pencil sharpener. <laughs> I'm dying. I think it's, I wonder what people's real safe words are. Like, do they come up with something just generic, kind of funny? Like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to post that. We want to know. On our social media, what your safe word is. And be legit. Don't be afraid to tell us. Yeah. Because we're, we, apparently we need to find one. (laughs) And I'm thinking, I'm thinking porcupine (laughs) is not going to work for my guy anytime soon. So if you could give us your perspective. That'd be amazing. I love it. No, the safe word's big. That's, yeah. That's oh, yeah, a really it's good. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. I like it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> kind of funny. So my husband's a PGA pro, and so we do a lot of golf. We do golf talk. We do golf, you know, tours. We do all this stuff. And so we were at the Waste Management uh, Open a couple of weekends ago in Scottsdale, which was super awesome. And it occurred to me that golf is actually really similar to relationships, or like you know when you're searching and dating and all of that stuff. So sex is like golf. We're I'm just I'm, I'm just saying. because you know you've got Get it in the hole. Oh yeah, no the hole in one. Like hole, that's oh. not your dude, right? No. Okay, so if it's a hole in one, mm-hmm. like move on. That is a one and done. If that's a single stroke, honey, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Like that is if that's all it takes. No thanks. Like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. No thank you. Right. There ain't no winning in bed for you, girl. Mm-mm. And then we got the birdie. <laughs> he better be making you sing like one because I don't know. But but that's more like a little quickie. And quickies are not a bad thing. Sometimes, you know, when it's, sometimes you don't have the time. Happens. You just don't have the time. It happens. Yep. And then you got par. Okay, par's not bad. But par is very okay, he made it. And, you know, he's <laughs> just mediocre. He's guy. used every stroke, <laughs> but you know, isn't really willing to go over par. Uh. It's the bogey that we want. Mm-hmm. The bogey. The bogey to your bacall. He's looking at you, kid. That's what you want. Oh, I like that. I know. That's the guy that takes the time with you and, you know, doesn't worry about knocking it in the hole straight from the get-go. And that's what it's all about. So I was thinking, like, okay, sex is like golf. This really makes sense. I need mm-hmm. to share this. Yes. And it makes sense to me. How about you? Yeah, it absolutely makes Does sense it? to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because the game can be kind of long, kind of slow, 
But, yeah. you know, sometimes it's kind of exciting and it has its high points. Hey, listen, give me you a know? long drive any day. Hey, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm totally with you there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. A couple of putts here and there yeah. is fun, but the lo- you know, I mean... That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah, I four. Told yeah, oh, oh, five. Four. Hey, there's another word we can say off of four too, which <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> so that's kind of the Ooh, lead up. Maybe that's the drive. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Just bring that big club, honey. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's and yeah. I'll, you bring the balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'll bring the club. No, you. No, br- you, no well, you have the. Wait. Yeah. No, yeah. I can't. We're the. We're the whole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. We're the little flag at the end, too. I sadly uh, very confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not they a spectator to, sport. They have so let's just, in the ball. Let's unless just say you're that. into yeah. that. <laughs> unless you're into that, you know. Yeah, the little oh, golf clap. Oh, if you hear the golf clap. The, the golf clap means well done. Is well, that done. well done. Well oh. done. And this. And with the quiet stick. Oh, the quiet stick. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, there's things you can do with the quiet stick. I'm there's a lot saying. of, yeah. Yeah, there's things yeah you can it's do with paddle. That too. It's paddle. paddle. It's a paddle. It is a paddle. It is a paddle. So there that you is, go. That is pretty good. Yeah, golf is you rocking have to wear my funky world right now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, do we wear funky outfits? Because sometimes those golfers get a little carried away. Okay, P.S. So Jim and I, when we went to Waste Management, we had our matching. He had oh, the matching picture, trousers and my matching skirt. And it was martinis and martini shakers all over it from Loudmouth Golf. And... I'm telling you, I, everybody was like, are you joking? That's amazing. Like, it's, it's all true. about the outfits. Are you kidding? That's true. That's it's true. all about the outfits. Loved That's it. That's very true. Very Good true. times. But sometimes in our case, you know, we're not, we're, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll, we'll move I mean, move on. <laughs> move on. So, sex is like golf. That's for you. You're welcome. Four? Four? <laughs> I like that. I like it. It's good. Oh, man. So, you know, but when, but getting back to the whole marriage thing, because we do want to kind of close that, you know, whole topic. When you do find that guy and everything's wonderful and you chose to walk down the aisle and you talked about everything and you have a cool safe word or whatever, <laughs> there's a point where, and there's something that I don't believe in, but you cannot let yourself go. I okay. think if you're going to be with this person... And like we were talking about earlier, keeping it fresh, fun, and feisty does not mean getting frumpy. Mm. does not mean, you know what I mean? Like putting on weight or, you know, looking like you just rolled out of bed or no, none of that's okay. Putting on the sweats. None of that is okay. And that's not to say that I haven't done it. I have. Mm -hmm. And you get to a point where you look in the mirror and you go, wait a minute. You know, I, this is not really who I am or who I want to be. So I've always felt that it's super, super necessary to, you know, keep yourself feeling completely confident and beautiful. And I think when you exude that, everything around you just happens. Mm-hmm. It's just happiness. So um, you got to put yourself first. I think. Totally, yeah. totally. Even when you have so. children, you have to put yeah. yourself first. Sometimes, I mean, you know, like yeah, with the small children specifically, you're going to be like so busy, so tired. You know, maybe you're working full time. Plus, you have like I don't know how many. Like even one small child at home is enough. You know, and that it's tough to keep yourself going and motivated. And but you can find things to do, like taking a walk. You put the baby in a stroller, take a walk. I mean, you know, do yoga or something in your house. There's plenty of tapes out there you can buy. There's yeah, not tapes, no DVDs. 
Oh, oh like God. online. Wow. Oh, I know. It's it called. What the heck was they that? They want their tapes back. <laughs> VHS or beta. I don't oh, know which. my Lord. Yeah, that was funny. Anyway, so, yeah, but there's things you can do you, on demand. Okay, there we go. Now, oh. back in the, I'm back in. Even the, the Netflix yeah. and wine night. Yeah. You know, just you put the kids to bed and you kind of chill yeah. and you're with your guy that you loved enough to walk down that aisle. There's no reason why your life cannot be an ongoing date. And don't forget that date night, you know, maybe once or twice a month. Because when your kids are little, honey, that's all the time you have. I mean, it, it ain't easy. <laughs> no. But you have to you have to do whatever you can. So I just wanted to throw in that little tidbit just because uh, I've been there. Yeah. So how do you get over challenges, too? <laughs> And like you know, you're gonna you're gonna hit challenges throughout any relationship, especially totally marriage. inevitable. Yeah. So how do you get past that? Communicado. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I'll tell you, communication is huge. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it, or if you have a shitty communication, like a sarcastic communication, don't even bother. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna get over a challenge, you had better realize that you're in that together, and you both have a paddle in that boat. Um, don't expect one person to just row it because you will go around in circles. Mm-hmm. You know, the only way to get to shore and dry off and start again and keep things, you know, all right, look, we're in this together. Let's get past this point is if you're both in it. Mm-hmm. And the communication has to be really respectful. Now, what happens to you like when you're when you're both in it, but you're not seeing each other's point of view? Yeah, well, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Elizabeth Taylor. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) you know, it's tough because I'm a stubborn cuss. I'm not going to lie, you know, and and everybody is as fabulous as, you know, Jim is and can be. He has his moments, too. I mean, we just do. But sometimes you just have to agree to disagree. Now, he's better at that than I am. So I will say that straight away. So, you know, I just that's. Wow, this is good therapy. I, know. I don't know. I'm a Dr. Fan. May I please sit on your couch? Thank you so much. That's why we're here. I suck. <laughs> you don't suck. Well, the thing is, too, like, what I see a lot of relationships crumble on is either finances or cheating. Oh. So I think cheating is a big thing. Cheating, beating, uh, and yeah. bleeding? Oh, none of that's okay. Yeah, none Those of it's okay. Go away. No, not okay. Finances happen. Yeah. But I think, like, the cheating part, I think there's some people that are able to move past that. I think some people are just completely crushed and can't get past it. And how do you trust them again? That's the one question I have. Because I don't, I, I think when someone cheats on you, or they always say that, what's that adage, once a cheater, always a cheater? Mm-hmm. You know, I think people can change if they choose to change. You're not going to change someone. So if they, like, want to cheat, they're going to cheat. They're going to find ways to cheat. Um, they're going to try to hide it from you. They're going to try to do whatever it takes to get their cake and eat it, too, sort of thing. But I think cheating, I just hear about it so often. It just, that, that scares me. That scares me. Because you see people that have great relationships, and then you find out one of them was cheating on the other, and you're like, what? what? Why? I would never it? stay with a cheater. No, I couldn't do I it. would never stay with a cheater. And that's, you know, I mean, I had a boyfriend years ago, and I totally did that. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was really young and everything, and it's mm-hmm. not something that I'm proud of. But it's it's painful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's painful. And, and it's happened to me. And it's like, um, I'm not sticking with you. Yeah. Not sticking with you. I can honestly say I've never cheated on anyone. I had someone once, I've had married friends of mine hit on me, like, I, but I've gone right to their wives and said, okay, this is not Dick. working. Yeah, it's not working. Um, sometimes I did it right in front of them too, which was just so bizarre. I'm like, no, not happening. Get away from me. Um, I even had one guy say, why don't we go in the back room while she's at the beach and hang out? I was like, no, I don't 
think so. Oh my god. Yeah. So that kind of stuff just really gets under my skin, and I don't take well to that. And you know, I lost a couple friendships over it, though, because of course, you know, it comes down to she's going to choose him over me as a friend, which is fine, whatever. But I wasn't about to just sit back and go, yeah, this is fine. This is great behavior. You dick. You're treating my treating my one of my best friends as a yeah. piece of garbage, and I don't dig that. I just no. don't. And that's the worst thing. Like, mm-hmm. why are you hitting on my friends? Yeah. Bitch, I am coming for you. And I don't mean the girl. It's not her fault. Mm -mm. It is if she goes along with it. But at the end of the day, it's him. Mm -hmm. No, I don't dig it. And listen, again, I'm not proud that I did. But I think I was at a point in my life where I wasn't like, hey, I'm getting married. I was like, I'm at the mall and I'm still (laughs) shopping. I'm sorry. And I like what's going on in that window. But that's not okay. But it's a painful thing. But it's not something that I would ever go, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to move back past that. I'm going to go to a therapist. Yeah, right. Let's, let's I'm going to work just together. No way. Let's no work way. together. We can work this out. Yeah, I just, I just don't know. I mean, I just think it's such a complicated thing that people want to stick together and work it out. I was like, all right. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. More power to yeah, you, more honey. more power to you. Exactly. That kind of leads into communication, too, like you were saying earlier. You have to be able to communicate. Like, if you're having issues or troubles or questions about your relationship with that person, talk to them about it. See if there's anything worth salvaging. If there's not, just move on. But don't cheat before you move on. Just move on first. Let them deal with their own shit, then go out and cheat. Well, I'll tell you. Or not cheat, but I, go out and find someone else. Yeah, go <laughs> You know, and that's that's huge. And But there's also this, and again, I've mentioned this in the last podcast, but infield is as important as outfield. And so if you're not screwing, then what are you doing? Because, listen, guys have needs, but women, I when I hit my a certain age box, <laughs> checking this box between, I was like crazy. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I'm a pretty sexual person. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have my own needs. And, mm-hmm. and then, so top that, and then the guy too. You've got to keep that going. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Do not do this once a month thing. Don't no. do this. It's it's Friday night <laughs> at, on the third of you know the month. Right. Yeah, and I mean spontaneity. Mm-hmm. So to me, if guys are going to go out there and cheat, mm-hmm. and this isn't to put anything on the woman, but sometimes you've got to ask yourself, like, are you getting it at home? Mm-hmm. Are you giving it at mm-hmm. home? That's huge. For I think, me. and it also like men, their sex drive kind of changes too. I think some men, when you're in a relationship, they kind of just it doesn't. Really, they don't really care. I, that shocks me, but they don't really care about sex. And it, you can try to entice them, and they just don't. And it's like, okay, see you later. I'm out. Oh yeah, no, because that's mm. like you know, I don't want that. You don't want that either. So I think it goes both ways. But I think you know a lot falls on women too to make sure that we're the ones you know kind of instigating and doing all this and doing that. I kind of prefer when a guy takes control and just kind of is like, okay, we're doing this. All right. <laughs> I'm good. So I kind of I kind of like that too. I don't like I mean, I think it goes both ways. You have to you have to be the instigator sometimes. They have to instigate sometimes. You just have to be in the same place. Again, I said that last time too. Yeah, no. the same place, but I think it's so relevant to be in the same place and just keep it alive. Keep it alive because if you love that person, you want to keep it alive. It's totally great. So my, that's my two cents. I, I always find it impressive when I see people that are in relationships longer than five years. I was like, well, let me applaud you. Golf clap. Right. Golf clap back. Golf clap. Golf clap. Yes. I, I don't know. It just, yeah, it's interesting. This is a strange time we're in, I feel. Like, especially if you're single. And, you know, and I have never been married, so 
you know, I get told either, it's so funny because when I go on a date with someone, when I tell them I've never been married, they're like, either they look at me that like I have a second head <laughs> or oh, they think Lord. I'm psychotic and there's something wrong with me or they think I'm a unicorn. And it's funny, the differences I get from men and women, when I tell women I've never been married, they're like, oh my God, how did you do that? You're amazing. You are a unicorn. Like it's like a different, and it's so funny to me that women are more like, well, you dodged a bullet. You're a lucky girl. And men are just thinking I'm crazy. You know, that's kind of the the, the difference I get. It's, it's just funny. It's but it's not that much of an anomaly. I have actually have a lot of girlfriends that have never been married. Mm-hmm. And it's and they're all checking a certain age box. So it's like, for me, because I know a lot of women that haven't been married, don't have kids, they're just total, you know, jumped into their careers. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I mean, look, to me, it's a choice. You either, you know, it's not like I, I, yeah, it's not like I don't, that I wouldn't get married. No, no, but it's just, yeah, I mean, you know, like my mom even says, you don't, you know, like it's interesting because my parents, traditional Italian Catholic parents, are like, you know, if you don't want to get married and don't have kids, don't worry about it, just don't. And people are shocked that my parents would say that. Well, I think it's better than you getting in something that yeah. doesn't make you happy. Right, right. See, I, I like having a partner in life mm-hmm. and, and being married. It doesn't bother me. I don't see it as, you know, being like, oh, my God, you're right. so lucky you never got married. I, I like it. Yeah, I want a partner. Clearly. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, I know. And I would love to have a partner because, you know, there's things like... I think, like, some of the worst things are, like, when I get invited to a couple's dinner and it's just me. it's just not fun a lot of times I turn those invites down because I'm like I don't want to be the third wheel or the fifth wheel or the seventh wheel (laughs) I'd rather not you know it's just not not fun to me a lot of times I'll go to events and things by myself which is fine I'll meet friends there or whatever which is okay it would be nice to have someone to go there with me or to do those things together and have that person even go to catch a movie just hang out at home you know like make popcorn watch Netflix that kind of stuff I would like that and it just um, right now it's Got a few in far between. Right now you have me. Yeah, exactly. I have you. <laughs> you get to, Maggie, can you, you get to hang out with me? me? Who's on the wrong side of the address today? You are so not. You're so. So funny. lucky you. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Speaking of love, I wonder if everybody had a really good Valentine's Day, or it could have been D Day. Yeah, was it V Day or D Day? Sounds like D-Day. <laughs> well, I have to be honest. I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day. I've never been a big fan of Valentine's Day. Um, I just kind of feel it's like a blown out little holiday. I know there's people that love it, and I'm sorry if I offended you. Didn't mean to offend you. But I've never been really big on it. Here's what I love about Valentine's Day. Okay. The chocolate. Oh, yeah. Well, Everything okay. else has to go. Okay. I'm not a big flowers girl, you know. Yeah. I'm more of a like just like Pick me up on your motorcycle and let's go cruising. I'm that kind of girl. The Mm -hmm. flowers, I don't know. But chocolate. I'll take the chocolate. (laughs) And the rest, I don't know. Valentine's Day is kind of iffy for me, too. I'm not going to lie. It's just so pressure because even girls have to do something now. And I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, and it's expensive. (laughs) It's so expensive. Everything's jacked up. Prices are all jacked up everywhere. You have to get a reservation like three months in advance nowadays. I mean, it's just... Just give yeah. me a big heart chocolate that's hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like at Christmas. Oh, I love the hollow Santa. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. I know. What kind of chocolate? I'm like... Oh, it's dark. Dark? It's yeah. got to be oh, dark yeah, chocolate. Me too. I can't Godiva. do the milk chocolate. I like a dive of dark chocolate. Love. They're very good. Actually, yeah. last year my dad gave me a little heart shape. It's very dad. sweet. He's such a good he's guy. A little, he's so romantical. He's such a good dude. I'm really happy with today's show. I think we covered some really good stuff. Me too. We hope we impacted you in a good, positive way. 
Hey, let us know and leave a comment. We want to know some of your feedback, too, and some of your ideas. Yeah, let us know what you want us to talk about, and we'll tackle it. Thanks for listening. Find all our episodes at twofabfems.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So stay tuned and stay fierce.